Welcome to Take Me With You, episode 164. I'm Ryan. And I'm Cheryl. We are two well-traveled people who want to go everywhere. But that's not going to happen. Instead, for the last couple of years, we've been traveling vicariously by inviting guests to share their unique travel stories with us. It's been awesome, and our podcast has been all over the globe. Now we're taking some time to revisit the Wish You Were Here segment of our show, where we each share travel attractions that we recommend. This week's Wish You Were Here's are things to see in Seattle. Yay! We are still in Seattle because there are lots of things to do, and you and I have done and seen lots of things. Yes, yeah, not a surprise at the place we live. We've shared significantly more things than any other location <laughs> on Earth. And we have finally wound down to like real specific to where we are and even like mm-hmm. sub classifications yep. for which you were here. Um, but yep. this week are, if you just want to go look at some things around Seattle. Yeah. And I think this week, I think even more so than some of the other weeks, these things are pretty unique to yeah. Seattle. They are not things that you're really going to find in very many other cities. I'm not going to say you could never find something similar to these because I've not been to every city in the world. So I can't say that. But there are a lot of very unique things this week that if you want a more unique experience that you can't get wherever it is that you live, this might be the week for you to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. When I think about a Seattle light and like what they would say, like the identity of our city entails i think this is a lot of it mm. i think that like the weirdness yep. <laughs> or like our history and mm-hmm. our future mm-hmm. i think a lot of this is there i think you're right yeah yeah so and i would say these are a little bit more like locals know about them than like you're gonna find on like your top 10 list yeah I think so. I think a few of these you will find on one of my favorite travel get ideas for website, Atlas Obscura. Oh, yeah. I think you will find some of these on that list. But as your just standard tour guide book sort of a thing, I think these are ones that, yeah, you would more likely find from locals than from just a a tourist perspective. Totally. So go be a local tourist and go to these things. I'll go first. <laughs> go for it, Cheryl. <laughs> okay, so um, my wish you were here this week is in Seattle, um, Ryan in my hometown, and um, it is the Seattle Public Library. Um, so, I mean, libraries are cool. I think we can all agree upon that, but um, I mean, Ryan's an iffy on that. I think Alyssa would I mean, think I'm the just thinking of Parks cool. and Rec, so, you know. Oh. <laughs> I was not talking about librarians. I was talking about libraries. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, but um, it is 
such a cool building. I think it's either 12 or 13 stories tall, and the entire outside of it is glass, all in these, like, um, I don't know. I don't know the architecture words, um, but like <laughs> triangle shapes that like you can see the outline. It's like made a bunch of triangles of glass together, and then each story kind of goes out in a different like wonky direction. So it's not just like an up and down building. It goes like in and out, all geometrically. Um, and on the inside, it's just such a fun place to explore. One of the floors, everything is just red. Like there are just red walls and doors and floor and ceiling, and you just walk around. And books? Well, there's not books on that floor, but like there's just I thought this it was the like, library. Well, yeah. This one feels that one feels more like you're in the magic school bus going inside of like an artery or something like <laughs> that, maybe. Because <laughs> it's just like this like red hallway and you're like, Where am I? Um and the chairs look incredibly uncomfortable but are very comfortable because they're all like blocky looking. Like it almost looks like Lego chairs without the little nubs on them or something like that. Um and actually, I mean, it's so gorgeous there that I, um, I'm a photographer and I took a girl's senior pictures there because it's just like all this natural lighting because all the walls are just glass. Um, mm. And you can take the elevator up to the top and like there's just like this little ledge where you can look down all the way to the bottom floor from there. Um and oh man, it is such a fun building. It's right in the middle of downtown, so it's really easy to get to if people are checking out some of the other touristy things in Seattle. And it's just like, I mean, obviously be respectful. It is a library, but like it is such a fun place to explore. And I've taken friends from out of town there several times just because it's like such a unique building. So um, check out the Seattle Public Library. <laughs> maybe I maybe I should change my answer of the next place I'm gonna go. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, I've never actually been there. You gotta what? go. It's so fun. <laughs> so I may have to make my way down. I mean, it's in Seattle, and I kind of avoid like Seattle, sure. Seattle, sure. because of you know driving and parking and things. Yeah, for sure. Cheryl, what's your wish you were here this week? So my wish you were here this week is something I just did this weekend. And it's free, so that's always fun. We I like, like that free. price, yeah. I went to the Amazon Spheres in Seattle. Wow. And um, when I first was talking about it, Ryan thought I was talking about going to the Amazon and that as an upcoming thing, which actually that does sound cooler, so um, but that's not what I did. Um, <laughs> so the Amazon Spheres, um, it's this is these three spherical conservatories um it's part of the amazon headquarters in downtown seattle and um i believe that during the week it's an employee lounge and so um which makes me want to work for amazon just so i can go there as a lounge (laughs) because it was so cool and then every other saturday they offer um free admission you have to get your ticket in advance and so um you can't just show up you do have to get a ticket and like select a time slot and i noticed that they were being picky about the time slot being correct for the time that they were letting people in Mm -hmm. um and i've experienced that with museums before and i'm pretty sure it's just to make sure it's not overcrowded which honestly i do appreciate so um because i could see those getting super crowded you know as like a it's a it's a pretty new building and so um you know, I could see a lot of people wanting to do that. But um, there is just a ton of plant life in this building. So first mm-hmm. of all, the buildings themselves are just like this big, um, like, 
lots and lots of glass and then it looks like the pieces between the glass which I'm like I guess the frames around all the pieces of glass um looks like webbing almost or something it's very mm-hmm. cool and then um there's I guess o- over 40,000 types of plants from over 30 countries in there 40,000 wow yeah and so you walk in and the smell is just so good you know like when you go to the zoo and you go to like the rainforest part of it or something it's like that it's just um Oh, so nice. And um, so, yeah, you get to walk around and see all these different plants. Um, I went with my, with my fiance who reads signs, and I don't. And so he was reading about the plants. <laughs> I don't he either. enjoyed reading about signs, uh, reading about plants. <laughs> he he had me read about one because it was this cool plant that, like, looks like a little pitcher and, like, collects things. Like uh, ooh, pitcher plant. Um, I love pitcher plants. Yeah, the, there were several pitcher plants there, and they were pretty cool. Um, but They're then carnivorous. there's just all these, um, like lounge areas and Hmm. all these fun chairs and like there were tons of just open seats so a couple times we just like went and sat and kind of people watched and hung out and it was raining and it was so fun to be there on a rainy day because the way the rain goes down like a sloped um Mm. round wall window was so fun to watch it like stream across it and everything and then like there's even one section way way at the top where there's like more like chase lounges where people were like taking naps and stuff and that was cool. Oh and wow. So, and there's like a giant alive wall pretty much of like a ton of plants on this wall. Wow. A giant awesome. alive wall. A live wall. I can't I think. That. How do they call it? Yeah, I think that it's a living wall. It's called a living wall. Yeah, that sounds sure. right. Yeah. I think yeah, so. Sure. I actually I hope I'm right. I feel like I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I'm supposed to know these things. It's just a wall that has a lot of plants that and it, like, yeah, yeah, and it, like the water, I think it like circulates so it can like maintain itself right through the environment. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, I don't. And know then every so often there was like a little mist that came out yeah. on the wall, and it reminded oh. me of like the produce section of yeah. the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, so that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, go check out the Amazon spheres, but you got to plan in advance for that one. So okay, gotta yeah. be a planner. <laughs> I'll have to go there. Yeah. Andrea, what would you like to do for your wish you were here? I would take people to Seattle because this is where I live and I love this city. I love travel everywhere else, but I love my own city. And I would take people to Canton Alley in the International District to visit the Donnie Chin Memorial. And... The Donnie Chin Memorial, I mean, and honestly, the Niamada Memorial kind of reminded me of it, but Donnie Chin died five years ago, and he was a neighborhood gatekeeper, so he was, he grew up in the ID, or maybe nearby, I don't know exactly where he grew up, but, like, anytime someone had an emergency, um, a lot of times the police were not quick to get there, they are still not. And so Donnie would sort of serve as a mediator. So he would go and he'd help people if they had like car issues or a burglary or a health heart attack on the middle of the road, what have you. He would help senior citizens. And um, he got shot five years ago outside of a hookah lounge uh, in the ID. And still no one, his murder has not been solved. Mm. Um, But he's greatly missed in the ID and people still do um, and they're just volunteers but they still patrol the neighborhood because there's no one there else oh no one else to do it 
And so if you go to Canton Alley, just outside the Wing Luke Museum, which another fantastic place to visit, um, but there's still a memorial outside the Wing Luke for Donnie and all the good he did. And his sister actually has a thrift store in the same alley that's open a couple hours a week. Um, with mm. COVID, I, I admit I'm not sure if her store is open. Mm. But I think we all need to go visit Donnie's memorial. Um, because like with Miyamata, I think we all need to know um, what terrible things we as humans are capable of, but I also think we need to know what good we are capable of. Mm. And and also um, along with that, um, I think when we travel, um, it needs to um, increase our awareness of justice and what that looks like. And so I think a visit to Canton Alley um, helps amplify that if you will Mm. and it's um in a pretty cool location i mean the wing luke is right there and that tells the story of our city and i think donnie's life tells the story of our city and i think it's actually a story that a lot of seattleites don't know and i wish that they did Mm. so um plus there's a lot of amazing food in uh, the (laughs) ivy and in real life, the Wing Luke does walking food tours. Cheryl, did you There's... know this? No. I need to go. <laughs> Cheryl, get ready. I love a food There's... tour. There's the barbecue tour. There's the rice tour. Oh. There's the, um, what else is there? The noodle tour and the dumpling tour. Oh, dumplings are the best things in the world. You got to oh go gosh. on the dumpling tour. And they used wow. to have, okay, this is not food related, but they used to have a Bruce Lee tour, a walking tour. It was amazing. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Oh, so I that's where tours. I would take folks. I know. It's oh. it's fun. You learn stuff. You eat yeah. good food. Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here? Okay. Well, we were talking about hidden gems in the Pacific Northwest, and this is a weird one. That I'm sure you both have been to, so we can all kind of talk about it together. But um, the Fremont Troll. Oh, yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's so weird. I always weird. take people to see it when they're visiting Seattle because I'm going to take them to Fremont anyway because we're probably going to go to Schilling Cider and we're going to go, you know, like watch the boats, the water, drive mm-hmm. over the bridges. You know, it's just like Fremont is a very fun neighborhood to visit and then you go see this weird big old troll statue under a bridge yeah and it's just it's a unique thing to go see and um it was modeled after a professor at UW um like he (laughs) that my sister actually had and so I always forget his name every (laughs) single time I bring up that fun fact and then I have to text her and ask her what his name was again and again I didn't either it's like large enough you can like climb it, so it's fun to take mm-hmm. pictures with. And I think he's holding like a Volkswagen bug. Yeah, like he's got hand. a hand that's like a round one. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a stone yeah. sculpture that mm-hmm. is very oversized. Yeah, yeah, and it is it's underneath. Big. It is underneath. Is it the Aurora Bridge? That's one of the bridges. Right, but I don't know. It's I think bridge. it's underneath the Aurora Bridge. I, I think, think you're right. Um, and it's just like. And and this bridge is really, really high. Mm-hmm. So you have to like kind of go up the hill to where the bridge meets yeah. the side of the hill. Yeah. And right underneath that 
is this random stone sculpture yeah. thing. It is I, so random. Like it when is. I stop so to random. think about it, like what? <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. And then but go I get some it. Theo chocolate. I mean, there's like a whole yes. half a day yes. you can do. Yeah. In Fremont, that one, which definitely. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that's but, interesting to me about the, well, there's many interesting things. One is I didn't find out about it until I think I was in college. Mm. Like, because it was, apparently it was created in 1990. So, I mean, I was still not, I mean, I definitely wasn't in college in 1990, but it wasn't a thing that we ever went to or that I ever even knew about. And so it was this like new thing that showed up later. I don't know. It's weird. I know. I feel like I didn't learn about it till college age either. I Hmm. like heard about it, but I had never seen it until I was, I think that I was like in my twenties and I came back to Seattle and had some visiting friends and they were like, let's see the Fremont troll. And I was like, yeah, totally. Let's yeah. <laughs> We're up here. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I no didn't idea. see it until adulthood. They made it into a Chia pet at one point, which is what? very funny to me. <laughs> and oh apparently gosh. recently it has also had a mask. It is wearing a mask. <gasps> oh my gosh. So trendy. Oh, funny. I love it. Go go see the Fremont Troll. Yeah. Ryan, how about you? Well, mine's not nearly that cool. Um, but I do like mine. Uh, so mine's local here to where I am in the Seattle area. The largest university that we have here is the University of Washington. And there is a building. Well, there are lots of buildings on the campus. But there's one particular building, uh, the Suzalo Library. And the Suzalo Library is very, very large. And there's, of course, lots of books and things like that. But uh, the thing that I'm going to recommend is actually the reading room. So there is a room uh, that you can go and you just walk on campus. You don't have to, you know, be a student or anything. And you go in the, you know, go up the stairs uh, outside, go through the doors. And there's these two kind of parallel kind of almost half spiral staircases and you can go up either side and then go back turn back around and towards above the entrance where you walked in and it's a it's a a room to just go sit and read and study and there's like no talking no one's allowed and it looks like the great hall from harry potter Mm -hmm. like it is gorgeous with giant huge stained glass windows and if the if (laughs) if it's not cloudy which is not always the case in Seattle, but sometimes we get clear days um, and you can have the sunlight shine in there and the super tall ceilings and it's just gorgeous and silent, which that's the other piece that for me is just amazing. And it's just a really great place to just, just sit and be reflective and enjoy kind of, you know, the color that plays through the stained glass um, and then, you know, feeling like you're in Harry Potter, which I think is kind of fun too. So um, that's so cool. low reading room. Um, in the Suzlo Library. Nice. I have cool. never gone remember, there. Remember, what? Remember Cheryl? That never there. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Cheryl, once once things finally open up, Cheryl, the number of things we have to go do. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a long list at this point. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. We would love it if you would follow us on social media. We are at Tim We Podcast. That's at T-M-W-Y for Take Me With You Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can also email us at TimWePodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what are your wish you were here for this location. 
We would love to hear that. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail at 406-763-8699, or if it's easier to remember, 406-POD-TIMWE. We would love it if you would rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it, subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode, and share about this episode on your social media. As always, thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the awesome artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is Something. And thank you to Erica Corbin for the use of her song, Round the Globe. You can listen to Erica's music wherever music is sold or streamed. That's all we have for this episode. So until next time, remember to take me with you. Take me with you. Can we get a sailboat chasing down the sunset as we float round and round the globe? Salty air and balmy nights Guided only by the lights above And a lot love All the world is out there waiting to explore And all our troubles here want them to be ignored Oh, let's go To India and I